The U.S. Department of Justice has seized over $3.6 billion in Bitcoin tied to Silk Road. CZ's made an investment in Twitter, and you can tell him what you think about it for $8. And Vitalik has unveiled the next phase of the Ethereum upgrade, the Scourge. Also, the SEC is after influencers who have promoted Hex, Pulse, and Pulse Chain. Will Richard Hart be in the firing line as well? Let's go down the rabbit hole together and maybe make some rabbit stew on our Bad News episode number 647 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Five, four, three, two, one, zero, ignition. Who's bad? Once again, to the Bad Crypto Podcast, the show for the crypto curious and the crypto serious. We are the metaverse morons, the web three weenies, the algorithmic asshats. I'm Joel Kahn, and that is Travis Wright, that the Sir true. Lord of Travis Wrights. That's right. And I'm still in Scotland. And so, by God, I'm going to stay right here until we're done doing what we're doing, because that's the Scottish way. We're never going to be done doing what we're doing, Mr. William Wallace. Well, we're done doing what we're doing for today, and then we'll be done doing what we're doing. Freedom! Yeah, so I found out that whole Braveheart story is mostly bullshit. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of it that there's some things that were real, like he did get drawn, hanged, and quartered mm-hmm. uh, at the end of his existence. That that's a that was a real thing. If you were treasonous to the King of England, they would tie you to a horse, drag you for a few miles, then they would hang you, but not in the traditional way where you got hanged, but they would actually pull, start pulling your body apart, wait until you almost died, then revive you, <sighs> and then do it again, then revive you, then cut your, your stomach open, pull out your intestines, burn them. And, and then, then revive you? <laughs> and then revive, you're still alive, and then they would quarter you, where they would then pull your body apart in multiple pieces, then behead you, take you to the far reaches of the kingdom to show people this is William Wallace's arm. You don't want to do what he did. And, and so this... that would stop people from being treasonous. But it hasn't stopped people from being treasonous today. In, this is how the countries. quarter pounder with cheese got invented. <laughs> after you draw it and then you, yeah. yeah. So uh, we're actually recording this the day before election day, but the news is still incredibly relevant. So I don't know. How did the election turn out? Was it a red wave? What do you, what's the futurist in you say? What's going to happen? Oh, well, I think that it's going to be, if they're tuning in on Wednesday, some of the key elections still haven't been called yet. They're going to, oh, we don't know what's going to happen yet because they got those, uh, yeah. they got systems working in the back end. Bring that, yeah, bring that pallet back here. Back that truck up to the loading dock. <laughs> yeah. We need those ballots. Yeah, I think they probably had enough time to perfect their, their, uh, their systems, probably would be my guess. I mean, look what happened in Brazil. I mean, they, there's a lot of people who say that it was stolen. I don't know if it is. I didn't pay attention. That's disinformation. A lot of people were out there protesting about it. Now they're all criminals. Well, it looks to me like they've got the systems to do what they're going to do on elections set up pretty good at this point. 
Well, we will see. Um, we have no control over that. What we do have control over is the contents of this show, at least for now. And what you have control over is your opportunity to be part of the Bad Crypto Nifty Club. If you haven't done it yet, go to badcrypto.uncut.fm. Links also in the show notes. And pick up this Bad Crypto Nifty Club NFT. It's just over $3. You got free airdrops coming in the next show. We're going to announce a free NFT that we're going to be dropping to everybody who is holding one of these so go grab yours at badcrypto.uncut.fm sir lord travis let's look at the news the very first thing that's popped up here the u.s department of justice has seized over 3.36 billion dollars in bitcoin allegedly tied to the silk road years after the silk road has you know been shut down mm-hmm so what is the statute of limitations on some of these crimes? I guess there's no statute. I mean, you think there's like a lot of times it's like seven years is a statute, but this has been going on for 10 years. They finally got this guy, James Jong, and he stole 51,680.32 Bitcoin from Silk Road. He's, he's definitely uh, said that he was guilty in doing it. And what's really wild was, the fact that he basically was stealing this in certain ways and then taking it, sending it to multiple wallets. Then those wallets were doing multiple transactions and then sent, and then eventually it all got sent back. And he had these Bitcoin in, a, I guess, a his own wallet. And it was in the bottom of a popcorn tin <laughs> hidden under the floor or something like this in his bathroom, Right. And so, or somebody's bathroom, and they went in and they found it. They were able to track down all of these bitcoins. They had over 140 transactions in rapid uh, successions, dispersing into these multiple wallets and to mobile addresses, and then started depositing them. I don't know, dude. He thought this thing out pretty good mm. for thinking about it being 2012. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, but you know, you would think with that much money in your hands, you would uh, do an identity change. Not that I would encourage anybody to do anything illegal and find yourself, you know, somewhere on a beach uh, and then have these Bitcoin transferred to multiple wallets. But it's a little late for that now. And I am not a financial advisor, mm -hmm. James Jong, nor am I a well, lawyer. I can't help you. This Sorry. is crazy, though. So they were able to seize 50,491 of the Bitcoin of the 53,500 that were lost. Mm -hmm. And so they were found in an underground floor safe uh, and that was in a, in a popcorn tin, submerged under blankets in a popcorn tin stored in a bathroom closet. Wow. What are they right? going to do? What do you think the government's going to do? with? I'm sure they're going to put it to really good use. You know, if they were smart, and we've talked about this on other shows, if we were, they were smart, what they would do is... They would hold on to those bitcoins until they're worth a lot and then store them. like, oh, you just got 50,000 bitcoin. What they're probably going to do is auction them off like they did to Tim Draper back in the day at a discounted rate, which doesn't make sense. So, you know, I don't know. Crazy. Maybe they're going to give them back to the people that got stolen from originally, but that doesn't seem logical that they would do that either. On the last show, we talked about CZ tweeting about Sam Bankman-Fried and FTX and Binance uh, relinquishing their portfolio of FTX tokens. And also, we mentioned that uh, CZ has invested in Twitter. Now, that's that's got to be like a private placement, right? Because you can't buy you can't buy shares in Twitter anymore. It's now a privately held company. You can go look for the symbol, but it doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. 
Well, CZ says this, that free speech is a prerequisite for having freedom of money, which they are building for. So, wow, that is, that's a more staunch stance on free speech than most people are willing to say, which I, I applaud that. And they decided to invest $500 million into the social media site. Now, Joel, they started, they started Binance at the exact same time that we started Bad Crypto. I'm pretty sure CZ is doing a little you, better. You than bring us. this up again and again and again as though you like to push into that pain point. Uh, you know what? I'm going to be candid here. I don't want to be a billionaire. I don't right. want, I would not want people to know that I was a billionaire. It just puts yeah. a huge target on your back. I would be extremely paranoid. So I never want to be a billionaire or anywhere close to that. Well, he's not a billionaire anymore. He's invested 500 million of it to Twitter. It's just, it's, it's just, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Meanwhile, um, you know, Elon Musk has instituted or is rolling out the verified bl Twitter blue, which gets you the verified mm -hmm. mark plus fewer ads and stuff for $8 a month. And the left is going absolutely insane. People are irrational about this thing. And they're like, I'm leaving Twitter. Like Whoopi Goldberg is the latest to say she said i think on the view today that she's leaving twitter and might come back if it's safe i'm like what what kind of insane world do we live in where grown-ass men and women pitch a hissy fit you know and say i'm gonna take it I'm, I'm announcing to the world that i'm gonna leave rather than just leave but i'm gonna stick around to see what you think of my announcement like you're so self-important. <laughs> Meanwhile, who are the ones that that just yeah. applauded so much when Donald Trump got removed from Twitter and others that were on the right? I don't applaud anybody being removed from Twitter. Uh, but if you want yeah. to leave voluntarily, nobody cares. Mm -hmm. You know what's really interesting? Like I went down the rabbit hole on some of these uh, journalists that we think have basically made it up through the ranks through meritocracy. And actually, they come from very, very rich families. Like this one dude, Carlos Mata. What is his name? Carlos something. He was with Vox. And he basically was going after all these people, working with Twitter, getting people canceled, getting them kicked off of social media. Turns out his family is like a billionaire family. And he grew up in all these really fancy, rich places. Same thing as that Taylor Lorenz lady. Taylor Lorenz, her uncle owns the Wayback Machine. So if anybody talks shit about her, or she talks some tweets that she doesn't like, she'll literally delete them, talk to her uncle, and have not taken out of the Wayback Machine. And so, and then you got, you know, uh, Anderson Cooper, who's a Vanderbilt. And you have all of these people that have, have, have tied to so much big money, and it, they're basically giving them positions of power so they can then move forward the agenda, talk crap on everyone, get people that are actually talking sense, kick them out, social media and then just have it be a big echo chamber so there's a lot of crazy stuff that's going on you're such and a conspiracy theorist Travis. i'm a conspiracy realist and joel if you want you can actually get your verified right there on twitter for eight bucks go do it right now get I, i've got mine already oh, yeah, it didn't even cost you eight bucks did you know that people on twitter were basically not verifying people regularly through the standard right. process Taking and then money. coming back and saying hey pay us 15 grand and we'll we'll verify you really really that happens no <laughs> kidding yeah, of course yeah. it happens just like a lot of the articles that you read on forbes or entrepreneur or mm -hmm. inc or any of these places they're paid placement it's all a big game folks there's very few 
reputable sources, except right here, we're reputable. We tell you if we're getting paid and today nobody's paying us for anything. No, right. nobody, unless you buy a, a bad crypto nifty club NFT for $3, for then $3. you're $3. Boom. Oh my God. We're going to get so wealthy from it's, all it's of gonna you. Be, it's going to be $3. crazy. Uh, so Do Kwan, who of course mm -hmm. was the creator of Luna and mm -hmm. UST is in hiding in Europe. And this story allegedly says that he is uh, saying cops should come meet with him. Mm. Like he's, is he taught, is he like, nah, 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 nah. well, uh, there's so a big class action lawsuit going against him right now, Joel, 300 investors from Singapore are coming after him in this lawsuit while he's hiding in, in Europe. And what was funny was Do Kwan was talking about how, Oh, you know, all these shit coins out there. You can't trust the blah, blah, blah. And then his becomes the biggest shit coin of them all. Right. Do Kwanzi. Well, here's what he said. He tweeted this and he said, all right, I'll throw a meetup conference soon to get over this in hiding BS. Cops from all over the world are welcome to attend. I, I want to see that. Like, let's mm. let, let's go see that. And then he said, for those of you who have been spreading falsehood on the taxpayer's dime, you're invited with VIP honors. We'll even pay for your plane ticket. Show if you dare. Um, I don't know how he's going to get out of this. Wow, he's talking some mad smack for being yeah. with his tail being between his legs. Like, how can you talk? So, I don't know. Well, good luck to you, Doquan. That's crazy. Also in the news, the uh, the Ethereum roadmap next on it. So we've had the merge, and then there's coming up. There's the, now we're coming up on the scourge. There's the surge, the scourge, the verge, the merge, the purge, and the splurge. <laughs> What is where, that? When's the splurge? I'm gonna splurge all over. Yes. Uh, is there? <laughs> does this article talk about what each you know section of this is? All I know is that the 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 scourge is now revealed, uh, allegedly aiming to improve censorship resistant and the resistance and decentralization of the Ethereum network. So it is a six part technical roadmap now since they have moved to proof of stake and by the way so far so good um ethereum is deflationary now there is more ethereum being burned than being minted than coming into existence and gas fees overall do seem to be a little lower now that could also be because we're in nft winter and we're not seeing these mad dashes mm -hmm. for nfts but it does seem like gas prices are down well, you know, this is also an interesting thing because I think we talked about this in the last news episode with the SEC saying that, ah, maybe maybe Ethereum is a, a, a security now. Well, you start looking at that, and now what's happening is you have these nodes, right? These centralized nodes that are popping up at these a lot of these exchanges. So like 42% of the Ethereum nodes are in the United States, which in the minds of the, those that, that are in charge of the United States in that genre is uh, they're saying, ah, the U.S. is the U.S. right now, Joel, has a jurisdiction over Ethereum because the majority of Ethereum nodes are in America. So what happens then? I don't know. It's just crazy. I don't know. This uh, Ethereum story kind of um, uh, comes off of what we were just talking about with the scourge. In Ethereum inches even closer to total censorship due to OFAC compliance. The minting of OFAC-compliant Ethereum blocks on a daily basis has grown to 73%, making the community 
concerned, right? You've got it. You you can't be um, a crypto that can be censored. In fact, I saw another tweet yesterday that was from One Inch, the exchange, and it basically popped up on somebody's uh, uh, exchange and said that the wallet that you are attempting to use is blocked. So if they can do that, then that means, oh, we don't like the cryptos you're holding. You're holding this shitcoin in your wallet, so therefore you can't use our exchange. That's censorship, and Uh that is not a good thing. 73%. Now, when we're talking about OFAC, that is the Office of Foreign Assets Control, and 73% of them, Ethereum Network was found to enforce OFAC compliance on over 73% of its blocks. When you're reading that again, you're thinking about censorship and those blocks. Wow, that's interesting. I haven't even gone down that rabbit hole a whole lot yet, so I'm going to have to do that. This is a real uh, dystopian possibility. And this too, the SEC is not giving up. There's going to be a lot of crypto tax audits coming from the IRS. We know that. That's why they hired more uh, you know, agents so that they can go after crypto people who aren't properly paying their taxes. We, of course, here at the Republic of Bad Cryptopia have, and we encourage you to render unto Caesar that which is Caesar's as well. And you should probably sign up for CryptoTaxAudit.com and tell them that we sent you. But meanwhile, the SEC is subpoenaing influencers that have been promoting Hex, Pulse Chain, and Pulse X, asking for Documents. We believe you may possess documents and data that are relevant to an ongoing investigation being conducted by the staff of the United States Securities and Exchange Commission. And uh, they're asking for evidence of of what? I don't know. Mm. Man, all I know is that we interviewed Richard Hart and that thing, the hexagons that love Richard Hart, they came out in droves, thousands Mm. and thousands and thousands of listeners to that podcast. We've never once promoted it. We've never once talked about, you know, how, you know, we've asked questions on how it works. He was very emboldened in his confidence talking about this. And he seemed very intelligent, but it always kind of seemed to me like there's a little bit of something, something going on that we don't understand, Joel. And I think the SEC is diving in deeper to try to figure it out because basically he's trying to take over the whole Ethereum ecosystem and make an exact duplicate copy so you have an another version of that in multiple places every Uh nft would be duplicated all the DeFi stuff it's just crazy when you think about it It, it's going to be a mess it's crazy even when you don't think about it Mm -hmm. it's just crazy it's crazy this uh, oh here's a tweet to hold on let's say this do you so this is the founder of hex richard hart he tweeted this do you accept the good advice you're given you think you do but do you really are are you using secret chats with self-destruct timers or are you a slow learner? Is it hard for you to click buttons? And so he was going after Wall and what he was saying. There's a whole bunch of stuff going back and forth on this thing. So, boy, could you imagine them bringing Richard Hart into court and listening to his testimonies? Like he would, that would be Very crazy. entertaining, which, by the way, this is one of the reasons that, you know, we encourage people to use Signal in disappearing messages for your communications. There are so many people that are just you know, lapdogs to Facebook Messenger and to WhatsApp. I hate like the community we're in here. There's still so many people that insist on WhatsApp because it's easy. It's convenient. And that is a really bad reason to be using something owned by Mark Zuckerberg, a really horrible reason. And we're seeing more and more groups move over 
off of WhatsApp to Signal. Even Telegram is, is not the best solution. By the way, I noticed WhatsApp is now running commercials on television. I saw that. How, yeah, do they, how does WhatsApp even make money, though? Talking about peer-to-peer, uh, you know, in, in de- encrypted messaging. BS. That's all I'm going to say right. is BS. If it's owned by Facebook, BS. And WhatsApp is owned by Facebook. They paid Get $19 off. billion dollars for WhatsApp, and I don't see how... Wa- as I use WhatsApp to make converse, certain conversations with certain people, that I mean, they, mm-hmm. they view it, whatever. But it's supposed to be encrypted. But how? I don't know how they make money. I don't know how. I don't know how WhatsApp makes money. I've never figured that out. I've never dove too deep into it. But I was looking around. I was like, WhatsApp doesn't charge me anything. It's totally encrypted. Like, what is it? The stickers? Like, I buy the stickers. Like, that's not Maybe. worth nineteen billion dollars. Like, what? Uh, I don't know. I think that maybe they turned it into like a WeChat. I thought it might have been made sense if they were doing the Facebook, the crypto that they were going to do, right, with the DM and before that, whatever it was called. Uh, but they're not. So it's not WeChat. So I don't know. Look, the only way major social cannot continue their domination and using you as the product, you are the product they are buying and selling, is if you stop using them. So I'm coming up on two years off Facebook. I rarely post on Instagram. I'm getting off of as much Google as I can. I'm getting off WhatsApp as much as I can. It's a process. It takes time. But don't let that that mountain, you know, uh, make you afraid to start making those moves. There are solutions and alternatives to all of these. And there may come a day where you'll be really, really glad that you are wise enough to start moving off of these services. You don't have to use them. That's correct. And I think you just said enough right there. So make sure if you have not already subscribed, if this is one of your first times tuning in, please subscribe to us. If not, please leave us a review. We would love to have a review and we love funny ones. We normally like to crack jokes. We didn't crack too many jokes today, but sometimes we do. So if so, yeah, please do the things. It, it costs you nothing to leave a review. It's free. Our shows are free. Yeah. (laughs) Reviews are free today only. Yeah. On your your iTunes. uh, So leave one before we leave you. Make you stay back. Gonna make you stay back. Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of bitcoins and and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor. What? You can't make me stay bad. I want to be good. <laughs> You're already bad! <sighs> You're tuning in. You just haven't left a review yet. So Mommy, don't hurt me. <laughs> All right.